Hey guys, welcome back to FBT Podcast. This is Dave, we're on episode 44, and we have the awesome Felicity Feline on. Uh, Felicity, you want to say hi to the fans? Hey guys, what's going on? We're <laughs> <So, laughs> having a combo uh, off air about traffic, horrific traffic. And um, what was the last thing you were saying, Felicity, about, oh, we were talking about, I asked you if you like East Coast or West Coast. Right. And I said, I'm originally from New York, so I know all about traffic, you know, yep. specifically Long Island. But I uh, basically during my semesters off in college, mm. um, I just started going to California, mm. mainly like San Diego. And I was just kind of exploring the area. I had friends out there. And, um, you know, so basically by the time I was done with school and had some money saved, I just completely got the fuck out and, and <laughs> went out to the West Coast, you know, and really like never looked back. I mean, I, I visit a lot because I'm very close with my family, mm -hmm. but I have no intention of ever of ever moving back there. You know, like I've made my life out here mm -hmm. and I'm just much more comfortable on the West Coast. I'm not really sure why, but um, I just uh, I like the weather, the atmosphere. I feel healthier out here, you know, and I go back to the East Coast and I appreciate it in a lot of ways. It, I mean, it's, it's beautiful and yep. um, my roots are there, but mm -hmm. it's just not my home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's so interesting being as that, like you're actually from the East Coast in New York and you say that it's not your home. You don't feel like it's your home. And it's like, I feel the same way. Cause I grew up in New York. I grew up in the Bronx, the inner city. And, uh, I moved to New England a, a long time ago and, um, you know, I started to experience like the outdoors, uh, camping, shooting, stuff like that. And I didn't really get to experience that in the city. And it just, it just changed me. Like I just appreciated it way more and I have to be by the ocean and I have to be in nature. And I, I just can't understand people that love the city. I mean, I like to visit, but I can't be around concrete and congestion and all those people and traffic, like it just drives me crazy. I, 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 I'm like you, I can't move back to that. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I actually get anxious when I'm in the city. Um, cause there was a period of time when I was living on Long Island, um, when I was still living there, mm -hmm. I was working in the city a lot, like doing mm -hmm. sales for nutritional companies. And I had to just visit accounts every day and, you know, deliver products and check stock and all this stuff. And I would spend days at a time sometimes in the city. And like, I had a maximum amount of days mm -hmm. that I could do it before I started to just feel like really cagey and uncomfortable. And, mm -hmm. you know, then I would, I would just have to get back out. And like, mm -hmm. you know, I grew up in the North shore on Long Island where there's a lot of trees and beaches and forests and, you know, so I had access to nature my whole life and mm -hmm. it's a really important part of just relaxing and mm -hmm. inspiring me. Like I need to be outdoors as much as possible. So yeah. that's kind of why too, I like the West coast, you know, cause I always can be outside. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> now it's funny. Like we already kind of cut into this. I was going to get into that a little bit later in a second, but since we're already there, you know, I was going to talk to you about, cause like it's evident like via your social media that you love nature. I mean, it looks like you enjoy hiking and stuff like that, being outdoors. And, um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like that's like missing to like, I know a lot of people like to be outdoors, but I, I feel like everybody's like so fixated on their phone and technology. And I don't feel like being in a safe concrete environment is that's not natural. And like people like depressed and angry. What do you, how do you feel about that? Oh, no, I agree. I mean, I'm going to get all like biological here, but literally like our ancestors, they didn't walk on concrete. You know what I mean? They, they didn't wear shoes. Like, you know, they were, they were touching the ground and yeah. interacting with the earth. And, you know, it's just, that has a lot of effect on your body, you know, and your, your overall energy. And, you know, I, I can't thrive in a city, but I mean, some people, 
they're used to it. Like they're either, you know, they grew up in it or they just like the hustle and bustle that it brings, which I can understand, Mm -hmm. but I'm just so rooted in nature. Like I, to me, I feel centered Mm -hmm. and level-headed the most when I can be outside and I can like be away from people Mm -hmm. and be away from society and just kind of like get back to my origin, so to speak, you know? And like, also to escape technology because you're right. I mean, like people are addicted to their phones. People, the, technology has changed the way people live and, yeah, you know, in a lot of ways for the better, I don't want to like say it's not important because mm. like I rely on technology a lot, Right. but there should be a balance. Like, you know, you should be able to spend some hours away from your phone and the, away from the internet. And that's like why I like to go in nature a lot. Like I just turn my, I'll put on a podcast or I'll listen to music, you know, which I'm still engaging in some type of technology, but like I turn my fucking Wi-Fi on. I mean, my, my Wi-Fi off and, you know, and I kind of just like get into what I'm doing and going out yeah exactly and like i think that's healthy it's important to do that 100 percent. excuse me yeah i agree with you 150 percent. it's like a mental reset um and like it's sad because a lot of people they don't even know what they're missing like you, you know you were talking about the people that are into like the hustle and bustle um you know, like you, like you kind of touched on some people, like that's just like all they know. And it's like, they don't know any better, you know, and being in nature is so foreign to them. And it's kind of sad. And they may be kind of like antsy and kind of like crabby. And it's like, it's like, dude, get, go get some fresh air, run, <laughs> like go, go by the ocean, something, you know? <clears throat> but Yeah, I'm, exactly. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. And I agree with you. Like, you know, it's in our genes. Like, I, I feel like there's like an energy in nature, you know, like I, I feel happier just, you know, the same way you just said, um, yeah, it's definitely missing. I'm, I'm de- I, I can't go back to the city, but that's me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. It's really therapeutic too. You know, I mean like that, that's a big reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very high energy by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I consider myself laid back too, but I have a lot of energy. And so for me, like I've never really been a gym person either. Like I, I definitely am into fitness and being active, but I would rather personally go hiking and like go, you know, outdoors and work out yeah. than go to a gym. And, you know, I played sports my whole life. So like, I know what it's like to be in the gym too, but I just find a lot more relief and much I, I just feel overall much better like when I can go hike for an hour and a half and it, I just feel like more I'm, I'm engaging my body more naturally too so like I kind of kill two birds with one stone I'm getting my workout I'm getting sun yep. exposure you know so I'm getting some vitamin D mm-hmm. and I'm just being outdoors and getting fresh air and like being in nature and I just that that's what works for me you know like I don't to each his own. Like some people, the gym works for them and I get it, but for me, it doesn't. So that's another reason like why I love nature so much. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of like a workout nut myself. Like for me, it's like, it's therapeutic. Uh, the same thing with <clears throat> other activities that I'm into, but we can get into that later. Um, it, ironically, you're into a lot of the, the same things. It's funny, but um, yeah, I like all kinds of working out. I mean, I've done like martial arts. I'm into like weight training. Um, I love hiking, running. There's something about running though. Like when you hit like a nice long trail and you push your body, um, for me, you know, in the gym, I call that iron therapy. <laughs> like, like I don't need to shrink. Like when I need, when I need to like work shit out, I just hit the weights or like I'll run, you know, that's, that's like my medicine, but you know, some people play video games, some people drink, you know, everybody has their thing, but my thing is uh, working out and running. But let's get into some of your other uh, passions and hobbies. So if I'm not mistaken, you're into uh, photography, working out in nature. Um, You're a musician, you're a drummer, right? Yeah. (laughs) Do you you not want to go there? (laughs) Oh no, of course I do. Okay, um, okay. What what's the name of your band? My band is uh Garbeast. 
Okay, Garpies. Cool. All right. Is there any like meaning to the name or is just, you know, supposed to just be badass sounding? Well, we're like a doom sludge metal band. Mm-hmm. And I, so basically I joined this band this year. They were already a band for years mm-hmm. and um, they were just, they were looking for a drummer and we jammed a couple times and like I learned their songs really quickly and we just vibed. I mean, we got along and it was fun to play together and, you know, we were all on the same page and I mean, fuck, I've <laughs> the, past, the past few years in LA, Mm-hmm. I've must have I must have jammed with like 15 to 20 bands mm-hmm. and you know things would either fizzle out or it just wasn't the right fit or like people you know would talk up this game and then they wouldn't want to play gigs and like I'm like ready to play you know like I was practicing every, yeah like I'm jamming with people every every other day I'm, I'm practicing every day like yeah. I have my 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 equipment like I was ready to be in a band that like to and play gigs so yeah with Garbies, you know, I, I just took the opportunity and I'm like, okay, like let's fucking roll, you know? And so we just started booking gigs pretty much as soon as we learned like a full set and, you know, I'm, I'm smitten with them. Like I, I love this band, you know, and it's just really exciting to kind of see it grow. And, um, like I said, we play like more doom metal sludgy, think like black Sabbathy meets Mastodon, like kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're doing more like progressive rock too and psychedelic rock. So it's just, um, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's really cool, you know? And, um, I've been playing drums since I was a little kid. Like I started in elementary school and nice. been a really important part of my life. And, you know, I'm DJing a lot more this year and making electronic music. So cool. music is definitely, uh, music is definitely like my, my main sort of reason to want to live. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, it's hard to make a living from it. So that's why I do so much, so many other things because, I'm able to make money doing whatever mm-hmm. and support my, my ultimate passion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, um, <clears throat> I could relate to that because, uh, you know, like I know you're like into writing and stuff. I mean, you like, you have it like on your bios and things like that. And, uh, like my passions are like podcasting, interviewing amazing people with great stories. I, I love writing. My thing is screenplays. I'm into movies. So I I write full screenplays. It's, you know, it's for fun and my passion. If it goes somewhere awesome, but first and foremost, I like doing it. So, but it's tough because you have to like, you got to live in reality. Like you got to make money, you know what I mean? To survive. And, um, sometimes what you love, it doesn't make you money and it's, you know, it sucks, but, but that's cool. Like you're doing what you love, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and I've had this, this talk I'm going to get a little deep here. Um, I've had a a talk about, you know, careers and lifestyle choices with a lot of different people because, you know, a lot of people support how I, how I live. Mm -hmm. Other people, I criticize me and they're saying like, you know, if, if you, if you love music so much, you should be doing that full time Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't be working, you know, in porn and, and doing this and, and doing that, you know? And I'm like, well, look, the only reason I worked in that industry was to like support myself and to build a following Mm -hmm. so that I could, you know, get more access within the music industry. And like, it doesn't mean that I don't want to focus solely on music. It's just like, I'm realistic. I know that I'm not going to achieve certain things in the music industry. Like if I don't have the means to support myself. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I have to be more than just a musician. Like there's, there's so many musicians out there mm-hmm. that are, are really talented mm-hmm. and amazing, but they, they don't self promote and like, they don't know how to market themselves. Mm-hmm. So I always had the mindset where like, I have to develop myself as kind of like a brand mm-hmm. and, and that's going to be my way into really like making a path for myself in the music industry because mm-hmm. it is fucking hard. Yeah. I make it in music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, really like any entertainment industry, but I just, I kind of blend the industries. I, I work in a lot of different ones. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just works to my advantage. Um, it, anyway. 
No, no, no. It's totally cool. Um, I, I love the, everything you were saying. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And you know, like in certain fields, um, you could be really talented and sadly, like it's, it sometimes it's like luck and who you know. Um, I, I've experienced that with like, you know, with writing and the movie industry and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I mean, I've had some cool little success. I got some published things and I got little accomplishments, but it's, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, I can imagine music is similar to the, you know, movie industry. And, uh, you know, as far as being like an adult entertainment, um, I was going to get into that, but since we're there now, did you, you know, you kind of touched on it, but did you get a lot of pushback by like family and friends when you decided to go that route? Um, yeah. So wait, before I, before I get into that, okay, I, I wanted to also touch base when you said like the photography and writing, mm-hmm. um, when I was in college, I originally went to school. I originally got into college for art. Mm-hmm. I, I went for graphic design and photography. I was a really good artist. Yep. And I mean, I guess I still am in a way, but I don't really utilize that those abilities very often anymore. Like I do for some stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't do it like as a career. You know, I do it more for just my own my own leisure. Um, but, you know, I, I absolutely love writing. I've, mm-hmm. I've had a journal my entire life, you know, and mm-hmm. I have a blog that I I, I get pretty in depth with with, mm-hmm. you know, my my emotions and <laughs> observations in there. And, um, you know, I, I studied journalism for a bit and creative writing in school. But I just realized I, I couldn't see myself doing that as a, as a career. You know, I realized like I could maybe use this in the future for something, but this is not really what I want to do. So I kind of shifted gears and um, I studied nutrition Mm -hmm. because I'm really into nutrition and and health. And so that was like my bread and butter at first. I worked for like a bunch of different nutritional companies. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, this was like the end of high school, college, you know, mid college, I started to get into webcamming mm-hmm. because I, I was like experimenting and doing like nude modeling. Yeah. And I tried webcamming and I realized like this is pretty easy because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm really expressive and I also really loved acting and like theater. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I mean, this is similar. It's just, I'm, nude and you know being kind of sexual and but I'm very expressive in that way so it kind of worked and then um basically like it was a really weird transition in my life but I I had an opportunity to shoot for this amateur company in San Diego and um I met them I met this company strangely like I got the connection when I was like working a promo gig at a car show Mm. go figure and then anyway they asked if I wanted to shoot and Mm -hmm. they offered me like a lot of money and Mm -hmm. I was just tempted you know and I was so curious like to know what it was like because you just said fuck it (laughs) yeah it was like really like curious it was a lot of money for like you know me all at once yeah, And I was kind of impulsive, but also like I grew up kind of a tomboy. So I kind of wanted to know what it was like to be one of those girls that like people gawk at at the on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And um, so I kind of did it for like my own self-esteem, too. Like I wanted to see how I would do. Mm-hmm. And um, my first, uh, the first the first experience shooting porn was not good. As, well. The actual shooting, like the actual scene that we did was fine. Like, you know, I got along well with the the male talent and the producer and everything. Everything was fine. But then the aftermath Mm -hmm. was was horrible. I mean, like I got attacked by uh, every fucking person in my hometown and people just made fun of me on the Internet and social media. And like so it was really rough in the beginning and I was really unsure whether I wanted to continue Mm -hmm. and I didn't for about a year. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had another offer to work with like more companies. And so I decided, no, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I was kind of like, not sure what I wanted to do. And it's like, people want to think that working in the adult industry is like an easy way out, but it's really not because 
not everyone can do it. First off, like I hate to say, I hate to sound, uh, you know, I don't mean to sound arrogant, but like you have to look good, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, if you're going to be successful. <laughs> so there's that level, like the superficial aspect of it, but also like you have to have a thick skin, you know, I mean, like you have to be ready for people to criticize you and you're naked on the internet. It's like you're vulnerable and mm-hmm. a lot of people like they can't deal with it after they do it and it ruins their life. And so I didn't want to be one of those people. So I literally like had to turn off the negativity that everyone was pushing on me and tell myself like, okay, I have to embrace this and I have to use it to my advantage. And so, um, I moved to LA and I just started working for companies and, and just, just really went from there. You know, I just kind of, I had to like, I I was at this fork in the road and I had to let go of all the fear that I had and, and all like the inhibitions that were holding me back. And, you know, I realized like I had to literally say like, fuck it, you know, this is my life and I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to take a chance and, you know, high risk, high reward. Like yeah. if you really want to be successful in like these type of industries, you have to put yourself on the pedestal and like mm-hmm. be able to take criticism, mm-hmm. you know, at least initially. And so, <laughs> You know, I'm rambling, but no, it's totally cool. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely right to, uh, you know, no risk, no reward. Um, and you know, it's funny, like the internet in general, I, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like there's just a shitload of negativity on the internet, like, especially YouTube, you know, um, how do you, how do you deal with that? Do you interact with fans or do you pretty much ignore things? You're, you know, how do you, how do you handle that? I mean, it can be rough. I'm not going to lie. You know, I come off as a very strong person and I am, but I'm also sensitive and, you know, it really sucks sometimes when like I have to read negative comments about people. I mean, I mean about myself that people write when a lot of the things are just so inaccurate. It's really frustrating, if anything, because a lot of like the negativity is just really ignorant people that don't know what they're talking about or like you can obviously tell that they're just miserable with their own life and they just want to spread it and like bring someone down so i'm very like realistic about it you know when i see negative comments i'm like okay this person probably just hates their life and so they're going to attack me because i love my life um so i get that but then like you know sometimes when people like make direct comments like about my body or something like that Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more unnerving because Mm -hmm. it's like you know a direct blow and i get like yeah i'm putting myself out there so Mm -hmm. i have to be ready for those type of those types of like you know negative comments but it can definitely like fuck with my head a little bit. I mean, like at least it did really more in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't so much because like I'm really I'm confident in who I am. And also because like I bring a lot to the table. It's not like I'm just, you know, someone that does porn. I'm a musician. I'm an artist. I'm a nutritional counselor. Like I and have a lot of experience under my belt. And so, you know, like. Yeah. That's why like negativity, it doesn't really affect me because I'm on my path and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And so no one's really going to change that. Like I'm in po- I'm I'm the one in power of my happiness and people need to like remind themselves of that. You know, like you can't let other people affect you and how you live your life. Like you have to live your life, accept who you are and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Even if like, you know, you can't be afraid of what people think, like, cause fear will literally fear is like the worst thing that you can do to yourself. Like being fearful of what people think, being fearful of the future, like that's what prevents people from doing things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you have to just say like, you know, I'm not going to let it affect me. Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah, there's a saying is like, uh, is better to fail big than win small. You know what I mean? Um, I agree with you. Like fear paralyzes people. Um, yeah, you know, I was going to touch on something, all those people like hating and just making like retarded, stupid comments, uh, 99% of the time, like they have no profile picture. 
it's like some weird like hidden account you know what i mean and like you said is it's just miserable like hating people but i can imagine you you must have like a lot of support also i mean i know a lot of fans like love you yeah i mean like the, and that's another thing where you know I get more positive feedback than negative. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate in that way, but like, I also know it's not like I'm lucky because I'm very true to who I am and people see that. Like, it's not like I'm pretending to be someone that I'm not, I'm very genuine. I'm, I'm a fucking weirdo <laughs> and I'm not afraid to show it. Yeah. And you know, I literally live my life how I want to. I don't care like about what people think. Yep. And so people see that. And mm -hmm. so they know, you know, it, it's harder to make fun of someone that truly is embracing their life. Mm -hmm. You know, you can tell when someone's like, you know, just fake about things they do and they're not genuine. It's easy. It's easier to criticize those types of people. So a lot of times the negativity that I get is just really like superficial, stupid comments like, oh, you're a slut. And I'm like, okay, is that all? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I've been called every fucking name you could yeah. imagine. And a lot of the times, like, it's like, it doesn't, it makes me laugh, you know? And I, I really try not to look and engage in some negative comments. And, you know, I'm not the type of person to start drama. Like I really don't want drama on any of my social media. You know, if someone writes something bad, I usually just delete it yeah. and I block them, you know, like I don't even engage. That's what they and, want. What? That's what they want. They want the, the, the feedback from you. They want to get a rise out of you. You know, that's the best thing to do. Delete and keep it moving. Exactly. But it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes it's hard for me to not want to say something back. Cause like I can be really feisty sometimes, like mm -hmm. not, yeah. not in like, you know, I can keep myself in check, but like there's certainly times I don't like to be misunderstood. So when someone makes a comment that is clearly just ridiculous or not true, well, or they're saying, you know, they're trying to attack me like personally, mm -hmm. then it's hard for me not to want to say something back. And I usually respond by making a video. <laughs> I'll, I'll like make a video where mm -hmm. I'm talking about something and I'm basically saying like, look, hater, <laughs> I acknowledge what you said. And I have to tell you that you're inaccurate and you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And the only reason that you felt the need to write a comment like that is because you're miserable with your own life. Happy people and successful people do not attack other people. Agree. For, you know what I mean? And like, Agree. so that's why like, I feel sorry for bullies because you know, psychologically, there's definitely some things going on right. inside of them you know, and they're not happy. Mm -hmm. So like they can all go fuck themselves. Like I hate to say it, but like, you know, you have to fix yourself. Like when you're happy and, and you like your life, you don't feel the need to spread negativity. Right. I know I don't, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't like to be negative. I like to bring people up and inspire people. So I have to always remind myself that, mm -hmm. you know, and other people should do that too, because, you know, you can't let bullies get to your head because that's what they want. Yep. You know, and they want that because they want to bring other people down into mm -hmm. their little pool of self-pity. Cool. And no one's going to do that to me. You know, like I'm I'm happy where I am and you know, I'm not going down into anyone's shithole with them. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, um, it's like it's crabs in a bucket, you know, mm -hmm. they want to pull you down back down in a bucket. It's uh and like you said, like, you know, we we need more positivity in the world. There's so much crazy shit going on. Um but I agree with you also, like how people who bully and are like extremely negative, something's going on with them because like, it's it's just not normal. And some people are just so damn hateful. Like it's crazy. You know, it's it's crazy and it's sad. But um, so Felicity, as far as, um, you know, the porn industry, does it take uh, unwarranted bad rap? Like Like the negative things you hear about it you know, overall, is it a pretty professional, like good industry to be in? Or do you see a lot of bad going on? Um, Both. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and people could say that about any industry because uh, there's definitely some really genuine good people that, you know, are, are just trying to make a living and, you know, they're, they're happy and they're living their life. And, you know, you can tell like when people are, are truly like that and they mean well. But then there's also a lot of scumbags that want to fuck people over to make a quick buck and use people and take advantage of people, especially like young girls. So, you know, and I've experienced both end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So there's both, you know, but like you have to have a business mind in in this industry and you have to look at it as as a way to build yourself, to make money and to market yourself, you know, like, but the thing is like, porn has changed so much because of the internet yeah so it's much harder to like make a living from porn everything streamed right is that what it is like pirated basically yeah you know it's not like how it used to be where people would buy magazines and buy actual videos it's like you can just go on the internet and look at free porn you know so no one really wants to pay for it and i get it you know like i absolutely get it but at the same time, like people need to remember, you know, people are making that like th- that's that's how they're making their living. And it's like, you know, when you illegally download music, I mean, people do it. People will always do it. Yeah. But you have to remember, like those artists, they're making their money. Like, you know, you're you're taking away money from them when you do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of the same thing with porn. Um, but if you use it the right way, it can really work to your advantage. I mean, but it's just, uh, it just really depends like the person you are. Cause like, I see a lot of people like getting into porn and you know, they may, they may be like hot in the first six months and be getting a lot of work, but then it slows down. And, you know, cause there's just like this constant flow of new people coming in mm. and so it's very difficult to like kind of get a grip and make a name for yourself, you know, and still get consistent work. Mm-hmm. So like I just use it as an avenue because the thing is like I'm not just a porn star. Yeah. Like it's really just a small part of my life. It's just a job. And, yeah. you know, I do it in conjunction with all these different things. But it's helped me, you know, because like I kept my head on straight and I didn't. I didn't let it get to my head ever. Mm-hmm. So I've just used it as like a way to open up other doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's what you really got to do. Yeah. It's like setting yourself up, like, you know, opening up uh, other doors. Like you said, <clears throat> it's kind of like a, like a fighter. Like I'm big into MMA. So like, you know, eventually you can't fight anymore. <laughs> so you have to like set things up later on down the line for yourself. Um, and exactly. it's, it's really smart that you use it as like a platform and, you know, you got other things cooking, which leads me into, um, so what are like your, your future goals that you want to, that you're willing to talk about? Do you have any big plans? Like, what are your dreams? Um, I have so many, <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously I would love to, be a successful musician and be able to solely make music. I mean, um, and, and be solely to make a living from that, but I'm realistic. It might not happen. Um, but I'm always going to play music cause I love it. Um, so, you know, I definitely want to continue to grow my band and continue to, to play shows and start touring and, you know, really get known in our genre of music. Cause like we have kind of a small niche, like it's not like a huge genre where like sludge metal. Yep. So I feel like if we keep going on this rate, um, at this rate, we could definitely grow, you know? And so I, I really want to focus on that. I want to really focus on DJing more, doing a lot of parties and festivals, you know, and I know if I really put more time and effort into DJing, I could be successful in it. Mm. And, uh, I could make a lot of money doing it. Yeah. So that's, that's one goal. Um, another goal, I need to finish my book. Um, cool. I, want, I definitely want to finish this sort of really graphic book that I'm writing. Um, is it like a bio or is it like a fiction book? It's not fiction. Like it's, it's all, 
it's nonfiction. It, it's basically like a bio, but it's more of like behind the scenes, like just graphic stories. And I, I think people would really enjoy it. It would give them like more insight about um, it's it's more it's more targeted to like the adult industry, you know, and um, but more so how it's like molded me into a person rather than just like my sexual exploits. You know, it's like more than that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a transformation type book mm-hmm. um, where people can see like how I've grown um, so that um, just kind of continuing to like build my brand, you know, I need to make a, a new website where I can sell my own content instead of like selling on all these other sites. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll open up a, a, a better merch store. Um you know, th- those are like near future goals that mm-hmm. I know I'll get accomplished this year. Yeah. Um, long-term goals. I mean, like I'm 25 now mm-hmm. by 30. Like I really want, I want to have a huge property of land mm-hmm. um, where I can kind of make like a retreat type center. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested in doing that and utilizing maybe like music, yoga, um nutrition and even like have some type of annual animal sanctuary like that's like a long-term goal i would really love to like create a space to bring people together Mm -hmm. and to heal them you know um because that would what no i said that's cool yeah i mean like that's definitely something i've always wanted to do even since i was a little kid like i love the idea of people just healing themselves by by natural ways and like enjoying their time together and embracing life and you know um i know you know there's there's people that like have you know that do that and i think like i could definitely be successful with it down the road you know if i just continue to grow my brand um so, I mean, those are probably like my main goals. I would like to start my own line of nutrition uh, products too, but that's a lot of work. Mm. So I'm not necessarily ready to do that right now, but like, you know, maybe in the next 15 years, I would do that. Probably a big investment too. Yeah. You know, and I've worked for so many different nutritional brands where like, I know how hard it is, mm. you know, like I've, I've been... I've been opened accounts for brands. I've been the sales rep, you know, I've worked in the labs. Like I've worked on fucking farms. Like I, I, it's so much work that goes into it, you know? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's mainly it, you know? Uh, Sorry to cut you off Felicity. I'm sorry. But, um, but the book, uh, you know, I was going to say to my understanding, that's a fuck load of work. Are you editing it yourself? You're just writing it just solo, all you? Right now, yeah. I mean, like, basically, I take a lot of, um, I have a lot of old blogs on the internet where, like, I've wrote chapters at a time. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of take, like, ex- excerpts from different things I've wrote over the years and, like, from journals and the writing like finding the content in isn't really the hard part for me mm-hmm. the hardest part is like um organizing it like mm-hmm. how should i structure the book cuz i just i my life has been so chaotic mm-hmm. the past few years like in a good way but it's just really hard to like organize it so i've thought of ways where i can like break the book up you know like th- is each chapter like a shoot is each chapter you know uh, like like a month like I, I don't really know how to kind of break it up and that's been the hard part for me so like I do want to work with some type of editor to help me you know not necessarily like co-write it but to kind of help me organize and plan it better because yeah. I'm kind of all over the place right now mm-hmm. you know yeah um <laughs> Yeah, like I like I said earlier in the episode. Um, I mean, I got experience in writing, and it's um, it's it's tough. It's tough. Sometimes you get like writer's block. Sometimes you don't, you know, you don't know where to start. Uh, I think writing stories and screenplays is probably like a little bit different than like life experiences. Um, but yeah, writing could be a pain in the ass sometimes, and you have to be in the mood to write. You know, absolutely. I mean, you know, like even um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupt. But like 
this past week I was in Alaska with my family and uh, we were on like a week long cruise, which uh, was a new experience for me. I've never been on a cruise before, mm-hmm. but you know, I, before the cruise, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to write every day. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to sketch some stuff every day. I'm going to read every day. I'm going to have all this time. Cause I'm on a boat. I hardly wrote at all. You know, it, it, it was the complete opposite. Like I just, I didn't even feel inspired like to do this stuff when I was on the boat. I mean, maybe cause I hadn't seen my family in a long time and I was with them like 24 seven, but I, uh, I, I, you know, it, it sucks when that happens. Like writing is definitely to really like do good work and for me to feel like I'm making like genuine writing. I have to be in this inspiring mood, um, inspirational mood. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, like it, it can't force it to come out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you try to like, you can tell, yeah like you can tell like, like that <laughs> it's like mundane and it's yeah. not that you know what i mean 100 <laughs> percent. like because it happens to me like <clears throat> i've went like gaps without writing like stories like short films or screenplays whatever um like when i say gaps i'm talking like a year two years like i'm i'm just not feeling it and then i come back to it hardcore and it's like sometimes you have to like ride that wave when you're like inspired and you're just feeling it, you'll just write every day. And then other times, like, I don't know how you feel about this, but I can't set a schedule. I can't be like, Oh, I'm going to write Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but they say you're supposed to do that. Like it's better to just write something on a paper and just keep going to something's good than not do it at all. You know, that's what they say. The cult professionals. Yeah, I agree 100%. I'm not good at making schedules with certain things. Like, um, I was having a conversation with someone about this recently, how, like, I, I'm really disciplined in certain areas of my life. And then other areas, like, I'm very unstructured, but, like, I, I seem to thrive that way. Sometimes it's really difficult for me to, like, have a schedule every day and, like, especially certain things like creative stuff, even playing drums, mm-hmm. I have to like want to be, I have to want to do it. Like sometimes forcing myself to do it just doesn't feel natural. And then like, I don't want to do it, Yep. you know? Yep. So it's like, I kind of prioritize things like, you know, every day, like I get in a workout every day, I have to, you know, do all my internet stuff and social media crap. Like those are priorities because I know that it's just going to help me. Um, you know playing drums like if i don't practice then it's obvious like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get rusty and it's kind of like that with writing too but it's just i don't know i've never really like set a schedule for myself like okay 9 a.m to 10 a.m i'm going to write you know like some days it just doesn't doesn't come yep yeah i agree i understand 100 percent. i'm gonna have to check out some of your blogs i'm 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 curious now i want to check them out but I got a fun question for you. This is like kind of out there, but you have to answer honestly. You ready? Yeah. All right. Don't be afraid. You have to answer honestly. Do you, okay. Do you believe in aliens? <laughs> yes. All right. Cool. Um, Me too. I mean, it's kind of, you know, I've always felt this way and I'm sure other people feel this way that it would be pretty ignorant for us to think that we're the only form of life in our entire galaxy. Mm-hmm. So yes, you know, I do believe that there's extraterrestrials and other beings out there, you know, I mean, who knows? They could be amongst us. They could be hiding in plain sight. Who the fuck mm-hmm. knows? Maybe, you know, like, <laughs> lizard people out there that like morph. <laughs> I don't know. But like, here's my take on it. Not to get all like super nerdy, but, so they, I think it's like mathematically impossible for there not to be life. Like when you think about it, cause like they say that the universe is infinite and who's to say that the same scenario didn't occur at some point in the universe, like with the sun, you know, a star with an earth-like planet. I mean, there's gotta be life out there, like infinite. It's like mathematically impossible. There's no life. And when I say life, I don't mean like a cell. I mean like a living intelligent being you know yeah no i i agree 
you know, I mean, and, and then to think like, you know, there's just so much evidence about how there's things on this planet that we can't explain how they got there, mm-hmm. you know, without like the help of extraterrestrials or like intervene, you know? Yeah. Like just, so I don't know. I, I to be honest, I don't, tr- I try not to think about it too much, but like <laughs> I do have a very open mind when it comes to that. I just, I'm not that into astronomy, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because I'm really into astrology Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma was an astrologist, so I grew up with it, you know, and the real science of astrology is amazing, like when you get into it. Mm-hmm. But I never really had a huge interest in like learning about space. Yeah. Just because well, I guess in my mind, there's already so much that I, I have to focus on on this planet Earth that I don't necessarily want to go like focus all my attention on what could be out there, you know? Cause like I need to focus on my life. Yeah. So I need to ground myself a little bit like in that way, you know? Yeah. Real quick. What's your sign? I am cancer on the cusp of Leo. So I'm July 21st, but check this out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've ever done your birth chart, but no. in my birth chart, I have mainly Leo in my chart, which mm. I was born a C-section. I was supposed to be born a week later, mm. so I would have been a Leo. Um, but my mom said that I was kicking and I wanted to get the fuck out of her stomach, so she had a C-section. Yeah. and uh, Or not stomach, her cervix. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've... I, I've analyzed my birth chart for years and I always look at other people's birth charts, like when I meet them Mm. and, uh, it's pretty fascinating. Like I'm not obsessive about it. Like I don't read my horoscope, but like I, I read like astrology weather forecasts almost every day Mm. to see like what planets are in what signs. And Mm. it really makes a difference. Like it makes me understand people better. Um, but I use it as a tool, you know what I mean? Like it's just a way for me to navigate better. Yeah. But I don't necessarily like solely depend on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> I was born January 1st. So okay. I got horns. I'm cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's cool. <clears throat> All right. So you've been really gracious with your time, Felicity. I'm not going to keep you on too much longer. Um, so I got another question. The The last question was weird and fun. This one's kind of deep. You don't have to really get into it or answer if you don't want. But uh, in either way, whatever your answer is, that's cool. Cool with me. And I'll touch on my thoughts. But do you believe in a higher power? Um, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, okay. The best way for me to explain this is that I'm not religious. So I don't believe in an organized type of religion higher power like a god Mm -hmm. but i do believe in universal energy Mm -hmm. that basically connects everyone and everything Mm -hmm. and um i do believe that there's energies that hang around that can kind of be referred to as like demons Mm. Um, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think most demons actually are helpful, mm. but, um, you know, I do believe like the life in everything is, is connected and we have the ability to access like different energy within ourselves and other people. And mm. so like, I, it's hard to say, I mean, like, I don't know if you would call that like a greater power or just believing in energy you know i mean because like for instance <clears throat> i'm able to manifest a lot of things by concentrating my energy like i've always kind of been that way and one could argue that that is like an example of greater power i mean a higher power but i think it's just utilizing your energy to get what you want kind of like that book the secret yeah law of um, <clears throat> law of you know yep the law of attraction yes exactly yeah. so like i'm more i'm more interested in that mm. than like believing that there's some god that created us and like with a white look beard. yeah like you know like 
to each his own. And, and, and for a fun fact, I actually went to Catholic school for mm-hmm. about four years growing up as a kid before I went to public school. Mm-hmm. So I was like immersed in Catholic religion for years. But even as a kid, I just like didn't find it inspiring. Like I didn't believe in it. You know, I would just we would go to church and I would admire all the architecture and the painted glass and I mean, uh, the stained glass and all that. But like Mm -hmm. the whole religious aspect, I thought was baloney. Like even as a kid, it was like this way to organize people because um, it was a way of like provoking fear into people and i just can't get down with that you know what i mean but um like buddhism or taoism like that would be that's more appealing to me but like you know i don't follow any specific organized religion yeah um i kind of have just like developed my own religion by living my life (laughs) um you know like my take is like I'm not religious. Um, my family's like Christian. I've been to church like growing up and stuff like that. And and, and never, and never like stuck with me. I always kind of viewed it and it's kind of controversial. I mean, offend people by saying this, but you know, like I, to me, religion, organized religion, kind of like a form of like psychological control, you know, yes. uh, I, I feel like if you misbehave, you're punished and go to hell. If you, if you behave and do what we tell you, you're rewarded and you go to heaven. I mean, that's how, that's how I view it. It's like this, like this form of control, but to each their own. I mean, if, if it works for you and, and, you know, some people like it saved them and got them off of drugs or, you know, improved their life, makes them a better person. Awesome. Good for you. Uh, for me, I just, what turned me off, not to go like on a big rant, but like I saw a lot of hypocrisy, uh, people very judgmental, you know, so it just turned me off. But I, I believe in some, some kind of higher power, like with all that being said, you know, um, I feel like, and I'm not going to keep ranting, promise, but I feel like everything's too perfect to be like an accident. Like, you know, like show me an accident that is like this perfect, like the big bang and evolution and everything. It's like, look at our bodies, the way our bodies function like machines, the ecosystem, everything has a balance. And I feel like it's way too fit together, like a puzzle, like there's something going on. And then like, you know, personal experiences, like weird little things, like you said, like, you know, um, instances, like, you know, I died a couple of times. I had um, almost died uh, a few times and like this weird things that, that have happened to me, um, you know, make me just believe in something. But I'm definitely not a cult religious person. I just believe in something. But that's me. I don't judge anybody. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care if you're an atheist. It doesn't matter to me. Like what matters to me is like if you're a good person. That's all I care about. Though. Yeah, ex- exactly. I agree. And but I mean, ultimately, I think that comes back to energy. Like if you're promoting good energy and you're trying to be a good person and you're trying to do the right thing, you don't need to follow religion to do that. I mean, like if religion helps you, helps guide you to do that, then okay, good for you. But you know, for me, like, I feel like if you're strong enough of a person, like you can kind of find your own morals and, you know, live a life of good intention just by following energy, you know, and it's like every decision you make is going to have an outcome and a consequence, whether it's positive or negative. Mm -hmm. And so if you focus your energy into doing like, quote unquote, the right thing or to improve yourself or to help other people, Mm -hmm. it's going to come back to you in a positive way. You know, like, I don't want to say the word karma, but it's kind of like karma. Mm -hmm. Like what goes around comes around. Like what you put out into the world is going to come back to you. And, you know, like I've always been a really strong believer in that. And like, that's why I've like, I've been able to open up certain doors for myself and, and do certain things. It's because like, I would so intensely focus my energy into certain things Mm -hmm. and really try to do it with pure intention Mm -hmm. that I got what I wanted or like, you know, I I was able to achieve things just by doing that. And Mm -hmm. so I think anyone's really capable of that, but like you have to really get 
familiar and comfortable with yourself and and just know what you want mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and just try to promote positive energy yeah so Same. I, mean, I guess yeah like that would be my viewpoint i guess you know yeah i i you know you said like you don't want to use the word karma but like like I believe in karma. Like, like I've seen, I've seen people be total like dickwads and they may not like get what's coming to them at the moment, but it's weird how life works where, you know, you, you reap what you sow. You know what I mean? If you're an, you're an, a jerk to people, eventually it comes back to you. You know what I mean? If you're a quote, good person and like, you shouldn't do good to expect good. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, you should never have that attitude, but, um, yeah, I, I do believe, I do believe in karma. <laughs> I think life has like a way of balancing things, but that's just me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and it's kind of like even work ethic too. Like for instance, like people in business, people that are fair and, that care about their employees or, you know, they, they respect other people, then they tend to be more well-liked and successful versus someone that is corrupt and is solely out to just make money and will step on anyone that they can to, to get there. Mm -hmm. They might reach some success or make some fast money initially, but usually shit, starts to come down on them like yep. either people start you know reaching out and criticizing them or like you know they they get arrested for fraud and or whatever it is like i feel like when you have pure intention and and want to do things so everyone benefits including yourself mm -hmm. that is ultimately going to pay off better mm -hmm. than anything else you know what i mean so I, I try to be like that, whatever I'm doing, like if I'm, if I'm working in the adult industry, like if I'm dancing or if I'm doing webcam or if I'm shooting porn, like I always try to pe treat other people well, you know, and treat them like how I would want to be treated. The same thing with, with music and, and, and nutrition. Like I would never promote a product and believe say, like, yeah, like for instance, like, yeah, like the nutrition stuff, I only work for companies that I feel passionate about because like if I if I wouldn't use it then I'm not going to promote it and, and give it to someone else you know what I mean like because that would just be me being ingenuine you know and I I don't want to come off that way yep so I mean yeah, that's fuck people over by selling them bullshit <laughs> that, that doesn't work you know yeah exactly and like I don't want to live my life like that you know and it's just uh so it's pretty simple like that's pretty much how I, I abide, you know, and, and get through each day. Like, yeah. you know, I just I try to be a good person, like whatever, whatever that means. But yeah, no, I, you know, <clears throat> you know, what influenced me too is, um, the acts of like others. I've had people do things for me, like selfless, like acts and then like, you know, influence me throughout the years. And, um, I feel like, yeah, like if we all had that attitude where you, if you help your neighbor, nobody would really need anything. You know what I mean? Like if you not to get all philosophical and all like deep and sappy, but like if your neighbor's hungry and you have a, a sandwich and you cut it in half, you give them your half of the sandwich. And then, you know, if you're still hungry, your neighbor will help you out. You know what I mean? If everybody had that attitude, I mean, that's probably like a bad example, but I'm sure you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, we wouldn't need anything, but unfortunately there's a lot of people in the world like out for self, you know, and it's, and it's exactly, exactly. But like, this is also like, especially living in Los Angeles, um, it, it's such a dog eat dog world. I mean, like people are so out for themselves and, you know, a lot of people, they don't give a shit about you unless like you can offer them something. And it's a pretty sad it, it's pretty sad observing it, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, you know, I'm realistic. I get it. It's a hustle, you know, but at the end of the day, like I've kind of realized something and this is, I guess, like my, my closing thought, um, something that I really try to be aware about is that my interactions with people, people will forget what you said or, or maybe what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. 
So if you have significantly positive and genuine energy, people don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Like they might forget, you know, that you forgot to pick them up or, or you, you woke up late or you said something kind of mean. They mm-hmm. might forget that. But like they'll never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. If they like being around you mm-hmm. and they like your energy, people remember that. And then they, they want more of you. You know, like you have to be like this lantern of light for people to be drawn to. And um, I've always been really conscious about that because like I, I know I have a light that people are attracted to. But like I have to always remind myself too, in order to keep it lit, I have to keep the fire burning like within myself, you know. So I have to take time for myself too and like and rekindle my fuel and and recharge my batteries, you know, and, Mm. um, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like how I go about with living. Yeah. Um, That's a pretty, that's a pretty profound statement. You know, um, people, they won't forget how you made them feel. I, I I would have to agree with that. So on a, on a lighter note, the last, uh, last two questions are really short. You ready? (laughs) It's lighter. So, um do you have a favorite tv show and do you have well are you into movies at all and if so do you have a favorite movie um (laughs) i uh i gotta be honest i i'm not a huge tv person no not even westworld game of thrones i know i know it's like not exciting of an answer but um i'm just joking (laughs) it's cool like yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I didn't have a TV in my room growing up as a kid. We had like a family television, so like I just never really watched a lot of TV and like even as I got older, I uh never really watched that much. Um maybe occasionally on Netflix. Like I like like docu series and stuff like that where I can like learn about stuff, but I'm kind of ignorant in that way. Like I really don't watch TV or follow shows, but movies um your brain what i say good for you it'll rot your brain like the kardashians and bullcrap like that (laughs) yeah well i mean that's just that's a given but um i just get bored too because like well not bored i just i always have so much crap that i have to do that like to me it takes a lot for me to like want to sit down and watch tv you know what i mean yeah um it's just like i uh I have to really be in the mood to do something like that. I mean, I, I like watching movies sometimes, but I really like like documentaries and mm-hmm. more of like thriller and psychological movies that make me think, you know what I mean? Yep. I gotcha. But so, so you, yeah. do you, you never like dork out to like Marvel movies, <laughs> like infinity war, nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Like I've, I've watched some movies like that, but like, it's usually just because someone else wants to watch it and I'm like, ha- I happen to just be there or like I'm on an airplane and it's the only thing that I have to watch. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of a movie I liked recently. Um, um, oh, like American animals. I saw that in theater recently. American. And that was like based on a true story. It was about these guys that like robbed a, a library to steal these old books. Like that was kind of a fun movie, you know, but um, I don't know. I guess I'm not really like a movie buff. <laughs> not, not too exciting. I'm a freaking huge movie dork. I mean, I like everything. I like thrillers. I like, uh, you know, popcorn action, Marvel, crap like that. Um my favorite act is De Niro. I'm not even going to get into a movie rant. We'll be here forever. I'm, I'm done with that. But, okay, books. Do you read any books? Like, Stephen King? Come on. Yeah, no, I love reading. Um, I read a lot of autobiographies, especially, like, by musicians. Yep. Um, I used to like Ayn Rand a lot. She was one of my favorite authors. Um, you know, I do like Stephen King. I read a lot of him. Um, I like Michael Pollan. He's he's like a journalist that talks a lot about nutrition and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love to read. I, I always have books that I'm reading, like sometimes more than one at a time, you know, and I'll just like go back and forth. But um, I really like like nonfiction books, too. Like I'm, I'm not much of a, a 
I like some fiction stuff, but I really like learning about, I, I read a lot of like nutrition books or books on health and, um, diets and stuff like that. But I, I love reading about like famous musicians and people and just to like see their stories and struggles. Like that's really fascinating to me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I read a lot of stuff like that, but yeah, I'm a pretty, um, um like big intellectual i like stimulating my mind with like uh spider-man comics and you know <laughs> um you've been like super super awesome and gracious with your time uh in closing do you want to like plug anything i'm going to put like your pages in the description of the episode so i'll link everything but you know do you want to like plug anything um, yeah, sure. I mean, like just my, my social media, um, my website is just official felicity feline.com and, uh, all my, my social media is on there. That's like my blog and website. And then Twitter, Instagram is just felicity x feline. And then, uh, maybe a shout out to my band Garbeast. People can follow us, check out our music and, um, also a CBD company that I'm working with now. It's called black label hemp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe th- those are probably the plugins I would want to promote the most. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, if you want, you could just, just, you know, message me any links you want me to put in the description. I'll add them in. And, uh, yeah, once again, uh, thanks Felicity for being on. It was really fun talking to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for reaching out and, uh, I'll uh, get back to you in a little bit with everything. Cool. All right. So uh, for you guys listening, thanks for um, listening to the episode. And we'll catch you guys with the next one. Until then, take care.